Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello everyone, welcome back to Heart Space. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today and every week for more than two months now. Today I want to talk about something that a lot of you reach out to me about and that is obviously linked to intuition because that's one of my favorite topics, especially how to really know when it's your intuition that's communicating with you and the different ways that it does do that. And for those of you who don't know, I have a quiz on my website that's totally free and that allows you to find out your intuitive type. And there are four intuitive types. Just one thing that I say a lot as well, and I want to remind you of this, is that you are intuitive. No matter who you are, no matter how in touch you are with your intuition, you do have intuition and the only thing that can happen is to kind of lose touch with that intuitive gift that we all have. So this quiz is kind of a little way for you to understand that you are intuitive and maybe the messages that you're getting from your intuition are very subtle or you don't really listen to them that often, but they do try to come through to you. And I think I kind of said this in my story episode, so episode nine, but I used to not listen to my intuition, but it was still communicating with me. So even when I wasn't connected to it, it was trying to tell me that some that something wasn't right when I was studying law and I felt in my gut that it wasn't right for me. I also heard this little voice inside of me that it wasn't the path for me, but I ignored it for a long time. It just got louder and louder. And at some point I couldn't ignore it anymore and I had to listen to it. But all that to say that even when I wasn't connected to my intuition, it was there. It was trying to tell me what was right for me and what was out of alignment. And I think that is the intuition's role and it does it for all of us, but it's just a matter of listening to it, connecting to it, and practicing. Like a muscle, we can practice listening to our intuition. And the more we practice, the more we listen, the stronger it will get, and the more we will be able to trust it, and the faster the process will be. But for that, you have to understand how your intuitive messages come through, right? And so I wanted to give you a little bit of an overview that you can also find out by doing my quiz on my website, but this is this can be interesting for you to listen to anyway. So there are four types, like I said, and everyone will have a predominant type, but still you can develop all the other types. 
So that's what I want to go through with you today in this episode. So the four intuitive types are clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, clairaudience, which is clear hearing, clairsentience, which is feeling, clear feeling, and claircognizance, which is clear knowing. So if your predominant type is clairvoyance, which again is clear seeing, you might get a lot of visions and strong dreams. And you can see maybe symbols, pictures, colors, have flashbacks and flash forwards, have very vivid dreams. And maybe you often find solutions to your problems in your mind by seeing the outcome. You're most likely a very visual person, so you learn best by seeing, and you prefer when information is presented to you in a visual way with maps, images, and things like that. That's the best way for you to understand and learn. And you may also be attracted to aesthetics, beauty, and love being surrounded by all that is beautiful to you. And so as a clairvoyant or predominantly clairvoyant, the ideal tools for you to really develop your connection with your intuition and receive those intuitive messages best is to pay attention to your dreams. Maybe you can journal or write down your dreams as soon as you wake up before you forget them. I mean, sometimes you might not remember, which is fine, but it's a practice. And I think that if you try to do this daily, you will develop it more and more. And by paying attention to dreams, you may find patterns or maybe you will see that you, you might get some premonitions or messages, even if it's just uh, symbolical and things like that. So it can be very beneficial for you to start paying attention to your dreams. And another thing that you can practice is visualizing. Since you're a very visual person, by practicing this and visualizing on a regular basis, you will strengthen this gift of yours and it will allow your intuition to come through easily and also faster. You can use visualization as a form of meditation by Imagining you're somewhere that you love, by the beach, for example, in nature, in your favorite place, your happy place, and that can be very relaxing. You can also use this to quickly imagine how your day will look like in the morning or visualize future events and dream big and imagine that your dreams are happening and you see them happening in front of you like kind of a movie. If you're clairvoyant, visualizing can really help you to manifest your desires, although I don't believe that it's enough for any type of intuitive or any person to just visualize what you want. It is an important tool, but it's not quite enough, and that is another topic, but it can be very useful, so try it out and see how it goes, and you can also journal if you feel like it after your visualization and and write down how you felt and just so you can keep track of of that and how you develop this ability of yours. 
Then there is clear audience, which means clear hearing. And this is a little bit more rare to have as a predominant type. And it can also be a little bit more difficult to develop if it's not your predominant type, but it is possible. And when you're a clear audience, your intuition will mostly communicate with you through sounds and voices. So it's very likely that you will hear a mental voice or you can feel like it's very real, real, but it can just be in your head, like a voice in your head or the little voice inside of you. It doesn't have to be very loud. It can be subtle. And it's usually telling you what to do or what not to do. It can be your own voice or not. It doesn't have to be. It can just be a mental voice. So it might not, like you might not um, associate that voice to anyone's voice that you know, but it's okay. If you're a clear audience, you definitely know what I'm talking about. And in those cases, you are probably very naturally drawn to music and sounds and you pay attention to them. And it's probably very important to you to have music and you learn best maybe through hearing. So listening and you might be very a very attentive listener and all these things. So the best way for you to connect even more with this gift and allow your intuition to come through in that way is to continue practicing with music or try chanting or mantra meditation and maybe also sometimes do some sound healing like with um, the singing bowls, for example. You can also practice developing this gift and receiving guidance from your intuition by trying to ask questions to your higher self, your soul, um, a higher power, the universe, whatever you want to call it and whatever you believe in, it doesn't matter. So asking a question and then sitting in meditation for a bit and seeing if any messages come through, if you hear anything, a voice in your head or anything. And then you can also write that down to kind of keep track of how you strengthen this gift of yours. The third type is clear sentience. And clear sentience means clear feeling. So this is all about feeling emotions in your body, feeling the intuitive guidance through sensations in your body. And for some people, they might also experience the emotions of other people and what they are feeling, whether it's pain or joy. So it can be very overwhelming. And this is very likely to be the case for highly sensitive people because they take on the energy of everyone around them and it's just sometimes too much. So that can be, um, being a highly sensitive person might very well be linked to clairsentience. So when you know this, you can maybe try to use that gift of yours because it is a gift, even if it's not an easy gift to always have, and use it to connect to that intuition and to connect to, to how it communicates to you, whether it's for you or for other people. So the signs that could indicate you are predominantly clairsentient, and that's how your intuition tries to communicate with you, 
is that you are very empathetic. So you might be a highly sensitive person. And like I said, you might take on a lot of the feelings and emotions of the people around you, which can be overwhelming. And you can be quite emotional at times and have difficult time to understand all these emotions and not quite know when it's going to end. So it can be overwhelming as well. And you often get a gut feeling about people and situations. You, you just kind of sense in your body that something is off or that something is right. So it can work both ways. And you learn best by doing, so really taking action, moving, embodying, and movement is very important for you to allow all the energy to be released out of your body. And if you don't use movement, it might stay stuck in your body, which is not very helpful in your case and for anyone really, but especially if you are clairsentient and highly sensitive. Um, you might be also very very active and can have trouble sitting still sometimes. So again, it goes back to that movement and it's probably because you have so much going on inside, a lot of bubbling emotions that need to be released. So a really good thing to do is to move your body daily, whether you go for a walk, whether you do yoga or you jog or you dance, whatever it is, try to really move your body daily. And a really good tool for you to, to perfect or get more in touch with your superpower, your intuition, is embodiment. So it's really practicing being fully present with your sensations, as uncomfortable as they may be, and being in total awareness of your body. So you can do that through meditation and just doing a body scan, feeling all the sensations in your body. And mindful movement, like I said, so maybe dancing can be a really good way to release yoga because it really allows you to be in your body and to feel through everything that's coming through you. And it's it can be also a difficult superpower and a really difficult gift at times because, again, if you're not connected to your body or if sometimes you, you feel a bit disconnected because you haven't been doing what, what you need to do because of whatever reason, then you can take on everything around you, the feelings of other people, and it's hard for you to tell if it's yours or not. So it's very important for you to be very grounded in your body, to be fully present in your body and to know what arise, if what arises is yours or not and to also not numb down. I know it's hard sometimes, but to not numb down how you're feeling and try to distract yourself from your feelings because they're always trying to communicate with you. And it is one of your greatest gifts as hard as it is to have because it um, always indicates something. So it's a great power because you will know when something is right for you or not. You will know when the situation feels weird, feels funny, feels out of alignment. It will just communicate with you through sensations in your body. So again, really um, practice embodiment 
being fully present in your body with your sensations and movement, mindful movement, like yoga, dance, walking, and all that that can really release all the energy. So the last intuitive type is clear cognizance, and that means clear knowing. So if you're clear cognizant, and it's not many people who are clear cognizant, it's another pretty rare one to have as a predominant type, but again, it's possible for everyone to develop that gift. And if you are clear cognizant again, your intuition will come as a knowing. So it's not easy for you to know how you know, but you just know. And it's not so much a voice, it's not so much a vision, it's not so much a sensation, it's just a clear knowing. So it can, again, be a very difficult gift to have because in our world where we are predominantly um, encouraged to be logical and to be scientific and to prove what we know, it's not easy because you're like, well, I know, but I just don't know how. I just know. And it can happen to everyone. Again, everyone has that ability to have that knowing within them. But um, if you are predominantly clear cognizant, that's how it works. So you will often have that knowing you can't explain with things, situations, and people. And also ideas, answers, and solutions might come and pop into your head out of nowhere. And you don't know how it happened, but it just did. And it's also very possible that you do have an analytical mind, sorry. So it can be a little bit of a contradiction or it can be a little bit in conflict in, in you sometimes because you do have that analytical skill. You are logical, but at the same time, you have sometimes this knowing your intuition. So if you don't let if you don't give space to your intuition, to your inner knowing to just come through, and if you don't listen to it and respect it, then it might fade away a little bit. It's still going to be there, but you need to really allow it to be there and to acknowledge it and not say, okay, so it doesn't make sense to my logical mind, so it, I'm not going to go through with that. You have to really pay attention. And I think that the best tool for clear cognizant people is to journal, to journal about those, those messages that come through as knowing the solutions and things that pop into their heads out of nowhere and to kind of keep track of how that evolves. And that can be a very powerful tool, especially for you, for everyone, obviously, but especially if you're clear cognizant and try to do that daily. So the best time to do this always for everyone is in the morning, right when you wake up. Uh, I said that for the clairvoyant because that's when you just wake up, you had dreams, so you write down your dreams. And it can also be very beneficial for claircognizance and to develop that because the morning when you, when you wake up is when you have a more direct link or more direct access to your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is where the intuition is and it's how um, it's kind of the intuition is the link between your subconscious and your conscious so that's how I like to 
to um, imagine it. So if you practice doing this first thing in the morning, journaling, and also throughout the day, it doesn't matter, then you might um, get more and more clear messages come through you. It doesn't necessarily come through dreams in your case. It might just come as a knowing, but uh, it's really good to practice in times where your logical mind did not yet take over. So first thing in the morning, also in the evening when your um, conscious mind is kind of falling back to sleep in a way and you're you're going back to the um, deeper parts of your brain to your subconscious before going to sleep. So that's a little tip. And I try to give some tips for every type. I just want to really stress out that it doesn't matter which predominant type you are and that you can really develop all of them. But in the beginning, it's very good to focus on the predominant type or two predominant types that you may have, that you may find, um, because that's how you will start practicing more and more to connect to your intuition. And that's how your intuitive muscle, your uh, yeah, your the muscle of your intuition will be strengthened with time. So I encourage you to take the quiz on my website if you haven't already and don't hesitate to ask me all the questions whether you want to contact me through Instagram at Co or on my website sarahlewis.co. I also help my clients figure out which um, intuitive type they are so that I can really support them with this. So if this is something you're interested in, I always offer a free discovery session in the beginning. So if you are not quite sure if, if this would be a good fit or not, but you have questions, you can go to my website, go to services and to the one-on-one -on -one private coaching um, section and you can book a free session with me and we can talk all about intuition, your intuition, and you can ask me all the questions. But don't hesitate. I love connecting with you guys and I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you very soon. Take care. <laughs>